First off, I'd like to say congratulations. You are in at the beginning of something amazing. I'm about to show you something that's amazing. You guys want to see something amazing? Yes, I want to see something amazing. Yeah. What is it? So amazing. Amazing. Whoa, amazing. What are you waiting for? Something amazing, I guess. This week on Something, Something amazing. amazing. Why is Google Translate spitting out some sinister religious prophecies? What the carnival folk do to suckers. And a world record attempt of the most mini dominoes toppled has ended in disaster. Do you have severe FOMO? Fear of missing out? Never mind, I'll quell your problems. That and some friendship, so much more, this week on Something, Something amazing. amazing. You've got a problem with Quell? All your problems are Quelled. Hello and welcome to Something, Something amazing. amazing. My name is Amber Lee Carl. I am Matt Saracini. How are you going today? I'm good, how are you? I was talking to the listener. Damn it, I knew there was a 50-50 chance that it wasn't going to be me you were talking to. How rude of me to ignore you, the dear listener. How are you today? Ah, <laughs> that is either good or bad. <laughs> I almost answered and then I would have looked like a real rube. Uh, how are you, Amberly Cull? I am good. Thank you, Matt Saracini. Hey, what's going on here? What's this, what's this podcast all about, Matt Saracini? That's a good question to ask at this, the one minute and 39th second of the podcast. Yes. <laughs> what is happening? Oh, you want me to answer my own question? Oh, I will. Uh, this is a podcast in which me, Amberly Cull, and you, Matt Saracini, go about our daily lives, our daily struggles, our daily joys, finding facts and stories and tidbits. Uh, we bring them together. We share them. We open up ourselves and our souls to mm. you. Um, there's only one rule, however, and that is that those facts, stories, and tidbits must be something, something amazing. amazing. Well explained. Thank you. Uh, I will point out, for, so everybody knows, everybody's fully informed that Amberly has been up since what hour this morning? 4am. And we're now recording in the 14th hour of her <laughs> day. Uh, so if you need any help in this episode. <laughs> no, I feel fine. Also, I don't, I, I think it's pretty uh, lame when somebody like is recording a podcast or doing something and they're like, I'm tired. Because <laughs> yeah, then I'm listening and being like, well, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I really tried to sell you up the river then, didn't you? Hanging out to drive. I wasn't going to tell them that. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I would have been like, she's more manic, but that's fine. <laughs> but actually, I think like it would be hard if you're a new listener or even an old listener. Mm. I, I think you're <laughs> manic at the best of times. And yeah, I'm, to be fair. Yeah, it's not much of a change, is it? And I mean that with all love and kindness that I can put behind that sentence. But you're the weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> and you're the straight man. Absolutely. <laughs> that's so. our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Should we get cracking? Well, it's like in um, Japanese comedy, they quite often have a, a duo mm. and it's usually they have a fool and a straight man and I would say that I also play the fool yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the straight man quite often will hit the fool on the head oh do and I get to is, do no, that this is a audio nah! <laughs> <laughs> for those of you listening at home yes Matt Saracen did just throw a box at my head yeah Amazon Prime box too not a sponsor. <laughs> no, no we still don't have a sponsor for the podcast what would be the perfect sponsor oh Jelly beans. Oh, uh, yes. Glucogel. Yeah, anything that gets us up and racing. Anyway, <laughs> we've been uh, here a long time rabbiting on about our personalities, but I feel like maybe we should tell the dear listeners something amazing. Oh, I missed it. 
something, something amazing. amazing. So sorry, everyone. I will never do that again. <laughs> She's very Except tired. Except that I will <laughs> many times. I'll start. Okay. Hey, you know the term to like mark someone? Yeah, like where, like they're marked for death. Is that what you mean? Well, yeah, but like just yeah, marking someone. Do you know where the term? Do you know where the term mark came from? I hope not, because it's my fact. Please tell me <laughs> that it is after someone called Mark. It is not. Who is the first person to be marked for death? And they were like, "We're going to kill that guy. What's your name, Mark? You're marked." Imagine if it was like like a different name, like Jeffrey, <laughs> I know. and everyone who gets gets Jeffreyed. <laughs> <laughs> if I think someone's being Jeffrey, that either makes me think they're being shagged. I don't know why. Oh, I think more of like them falling asleep because of wake up, wake Jeff. up, Jeff. That was the second. Poor thing. wake up, Jeff. Narcolepsy, serious <laughs> deal. I know. I know. We're not treating his his illness with the respect it requires. I know. I know. There, there's a cast of colourful characters around. Him at all times, trying to get him to wake up, but it's a disease. And by colourful, you mean red, blue, yellow, and yellow. That's it. But when I was growing, oh, same was when you were growing up. Anthony mm. was green, was and he was also Captain Feathersword. They were slightly different. I actually missed the Wiggles completely. Oh, it was, I was, it was more, really in my ballpark. Yeah, I was of, more play school. Oh yeah, play school in Sesame Street. I would love to be on play school. Once my agent said uh, they would try and get me on play school, and then play school said no thanks. Really? <laughs> yeah. But you're so bubbly and bright. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry <laughs> if I'm bringing up that your dance with the Muppets was close, but didn't quite happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, when Sesame Street rejected me. Yeah. But you did do Avenue Q. Yeah. You that's, that's not an integral part of my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> if it was, that's quite a childhood. Anyway, if you if this is the first time listening to this podcast, you just got a real brief history of my life. Yeah, here we are, over five minutes into the <laughs> podcast, and we still have yet to hear a fact. We know what the fact's about. Do you know where the word Mark came from? I hope you've had some guesses. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> we certainly rabbited on, haven't we? <laughs> it actually originated from the carnival. Marking? Well, that's a great carnival song, by the way. Uh, thank you. It's when dishonest game operators, uh, otherwise known as carnies... Uh, would <laughs> Is there any other kind? Am I right? <laughs> Yep, uh, would uh, find someone that uh, they could entice mm. to play a rigged game. And if they were uh, specifically uh, someone who is uh, susceptible to this kind of thing, they would put a chalk mark on their back. Really? Uh, so that other carnival folk could could entice them as well because they're like, this is a rube. Get this out. This is the second time I've used rube in this uh, podcast. Anyway, uh, <laughs> this rube will give, give you some money. Don't you worry. Really? So yeah. that actually would be slashing chalk on the back. Well, they'd put some chalk on their hand and then they'd give them a bit of like a friendly slap on the back. Oh, yeah. Good on you, mate. Didn't win this time, but maybe next time. Yeah, I, I feel good Good things for you. Look at Jeff down the corner. <laughs> He's asleep. Oh, uh, wouldn't you feel Very great. popular with the ladies. When somebody comes around the corner and they've just got chalk on their back. Yeah. And then you get home, it would be like when you discover a sign that says, kick me on your, on your back. But th- you wouldn't know what that means. It's a secret. Oh, so you wouldn't know that the chalk meant you were well, you didn't know that now. No, that's true. I didn't. <laughs> I did. Oh, that explains all the chalk on my back from the yeah, royal show. That would be it. Have you ever like won or seen someone win one of those carnival games? Uh, my boyfriend is really good at that game in the arcade where it goes like from side to side and you have to stack it on top of each other. It's yep. like boop. Boop, boop. And he can get it. He can always get it to one before the end. But we looked it up. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it, you can. No, you can win at the end. But they can choose how likely you are to win depending on how big the prize is. Hey, 
No, also, <laughs> once at the arcade, I was able to hit, <laughs> hey, listen to me, hit the button you- exactly as it got to the chicken and I got like, I think like, 500 tickets. I think I had like over a thousand tickets. I don't think you should ever go to a casino. Also, Dance Dance Revolution, <laughs> I'm average at it, which is good. But you're a dancer. But it's stepping on buttons on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't... You know You know how people who are singers are like the worst at... What's Karaoke? That? No, no, no. The game where you have to sing Sing star. It, yeah, are the worst at sing star. I didn't know that. Yeah, because they have like vibrato and technique, whereas oh, so then- really you want to be like... Turn around That's so really every boring Every now and then I get Yeah <laughs> Yeah I don't know why I chose that song Well Flashback now, to our first ever episode Now we have to pay rights again <laughs> $100,000 Which is why we need a sponsor Amazon Prime well, this, this CBD office isn't paying for itself <laughs> <laughs> The rent's very expensive <laughs> Hey What do you think of that? That's good That is Something amazing. amazing. Thank you for the build-up to that. That was necessary for me today. No, I, I. the reason I asked, have you ever seen someone win those carnival rides yeah. is because I remember as a kid, like, the carny would climb the ladder and hit the end real easy mm. or they'd throw the balls into the bucket. There's always something going on, though. Yeah. Yeah. Is it Maybe it's the distance away or the Yeah, the it's type, always, like, yeah, the type a, of ball. A or lever the, or something that they can pull to make it easy or hard. Yeah. Kind of like that game where you stack the things on top <laughs> of each other. I love it how you're like, I can get to the top. I can get right to the top and then always fall down at just the right thing. But I've been that close to victory that it makes me want to go again. No, but the thing is, is that there is that one three from the top where it's like you just get a smaller prize. Right. And if he just stops there, he, he gets a prize every time. Uh, okay, but he goes for glory every single time. He always goes time. for glory, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think they count on that. Yeah. But why wouldn't you? Shoot for the stars. Risk it for the biscuit. Exactly right. That's my moral. Is that your moral? In for a penny, in for a pound. Okay. Um, you ready for a fact? Chalk me. No. <laughs> Stop actually throwing things at me. Sorry. We're friends. <laughs> this okay. is not a Japanese game show as much as I wish it was. Hit the fool. Hit the fool. You know, once I was on Japanese TV. Yeah, I know. I plan to get on it when I go to Japan next year. Just hang out in the shopping malls. They... I actually watch a lot of Japanese game shows. I'm not surprised. I'm a big fan of Gucky Natsaki. Not an errand boy. They're great. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most obscure reference But you said it with such gusto if That it sounds great If anyone has seen anything from Gucky Natsaki Please that- email me in at Hello something amazing at gmail.com it would, it, would, it, would, it, would, it would be so special Yeah, yeah Don't expect too many emails in the inbox I think But hey, did you know mm. whoop, 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 Maybe there might be a mailbag later Dave's coming Dave's coming around the corner with his post bag Great, excellent Okay Exciting. Why is Google Translate moonlighting as a deranged oracle? Uh, why, Matt? Have you heard of Motherboard? I've heard of Google. Yeah, it's okay. M- motherboard is... A I've s- heard of a mother... Is it Mother Load that, that cheat on The Sims to get all the money? I don't know. You I want to cheat on The, the Sims? Sims? You've, you've never played The Sims? <laughs> I played SimCity as a kid. Again, this is where our childhoods differ, right? I was yeah. all SimCity and then your generation was the sims how did you learn how to kill people in a pool without a ladder <laughs> I, ne- I never did sadly how did you learn what woohoo was is that sex yes that's oh, they do God. Sex got it job. from the insinuation and they do it sometimes they do it in a bed and sometimes they do it in the hot tub but is they have it? to they have to love each other first you can't just do it and quite often she'll get pregnant straight up 
they're very, so it's good. It's good education. They're very fertile in the simulated yeah, they environment. They really are <laughs> fertile myrtles over in the Sims. Okay, so motherboard is a sub-brand of Vice. To be fair, time works differently there. And, and any moment they could make an omelette and die because you haven't made put enough doors around. <laughs> what? Why? Why do doors and omelettes have to do with each other? They make an omelette and it goes on fire. Sometimes they just freak out and stand there as their house burns down. Yeah, they're not. They, you, you're God. And they're your minions. I guess living a full simulated reality would be very hard to compute. So, mm, But, we'll, like, maybe that's our reality. Yeah. Maybe we're just swimming around in a pool without a ladder. <laughs> well, still, it feels great. Anyway, so Motherboard is a sub-brand of Vice. Mm. Um, and so they noticed that if you type the word dog into Google Translate 19 times, so dog, 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 times 19, and then request that that nonsensical English message, oops, and then request that that nonsensical message be flipped from Maori into English, what pops out is just this weird garbled religious prophecy. So this is what it Ooh. says is the translation. I love that it stems from dogs, though. Dog, 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 dog. I love dogs. It says, doomsday clock is three ah, minutes ah, at 12, it reads. Ah, no! We are experiencing characters and a dramatic development in the world, which indicate that we are increasingly approaching the end times and Jesus' return. No, thank you. I'm fine. So this Google Translate service is about 10 years old, has 100 languages on it, and it's the weird languages that get these translations the most. So, for example, if you type the word ag a lot of times uh, and then ask it to go from Somali to English, it says, Sons of Gershon, the name of the Lord, and references biblical terminology like cubits and deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. I haven't even heard that word. Deuteronomy? Deuteronomy. Um, What's that? Uh, it's a character in Cats the Musical. <laughs> okay. Um, so, wait. When you say the weirder the language, what do you mean, Matt Saracini? I just mean like uh, as in Google would not have a bigger repository of okay. text. Just uh, didn't want you to be a racist. <laughs> oh, no. Of course not. Cool. Of course not. In fact, I love all our Somalian listeners and I welcome you to Do we have any? Board. No, we don't. Because we know specifically where people I are. I know. On our stats, we can see exactly Allison where people in Canada. are. We, well, she's emailed us before, so that's how we know about her. But <laughs> don't worry, dear listener, we don't know everything about you just because you listen. Well, Google yeah, does. We're not Facebook. And the, the end is nigh, apparently. Yeah. Okay, so why? Why is this happen- happening? Yeah, why? Why? So Justin Burr, a Google spokesperson, said in an email... This is just what happens when you put nonsense into a system. You get nonsense out. No, that's a lie. Right? What's the cover-up, Google? (laughs) So, um, also, the second that Motherboard provided Google with these examples that I've read out, suddenly, guess what's happened tomorrow? Oh, they don't exist anymore? Yeah. Don't even stop typing dog 19 times into Google Translate because it's gone. It's gone. Why so too, mate. The, Alexander Rush is an assistant professor at Harvard, and he studies all Only this. Only assistant. <laughs> Look, it's <laughs> quite a step up from you and I. That studies natural language processing and computer translation. Anyway, they said that the translations are related to a change Google Translate made many years ago. So it started using a technique called the neural- Mayan prophecy. Neural. <laughs> Neural machine translation. Do you know what that means? 
No, Matt. In neural machine translation, the system is trained with large number of texts in one language and then it's shown the corresponding translations in another and says, okay, computer, you do the rest. You figure it out. Okay, here's, Google. Here's the original. Here's the translation. You work out how you go from the original to the translation. Yeah. That's your job now. Because when it's fed nonsense inputs, it goes, well, I need to make a sentence somehow. Yeah. So I, I'm, I don't know how to go from this nonsense to the right language, but I've got to put something in front of the user. So I'm just going to pull whatever I know. Mm. Now, what is the book that's been translated into many, many, almost every different language? That Bible. Harry Potter. But also probably <laughs> the Bible. Yeah. And again, Google. Google does not admit this, but the Bible and religious text being something that's been translated into nearly every language is probably what the Google system learned on. Yeah, right. So when it starts getting nonsense, it's like, better give something. Google what Google is I... doing its devotions every night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what have I got in Maori? Oh, here we go. Yeah, the some, end is nice. <laughs> some <laughs> religious prophecy that are going to chuck at it. So... Apparently, some of the languages that generate the strangest results are Somali, Hawaiian, and Maori. But if you try and do something like English or Chinese, of course, there's heaps of text in those languages, Mm. so you don't get crazy religious garb. It would have been nice if it was like Harry Potter, but people didn't realise, and then we thought that wizards were real. Oh, that would have been nice. It's like, wow, you type the word dog in, and you get the greatest first chapter in all time. Yeah. Good on you, JK. Hey, that's something something amazing. amazing. Isn't it? You tell me. It is. Okay. Um, Okay. So, this is great. (laughs) I love this so much. So, like, you know, like FOMO, fear of missing out? Yes. This is the opposite of that. Okay. So, okay. Okay. So, there is a town called Wellsville, right? Yeah. And it was so named because uh, according to local history, uh, they had a town meeting where they were going to decide what the town was going to be named. <laughs> Bodie McBoatface. Is this like one of those stories? No, it's it's not like that. Uh, so everyone came to the town meeting except... Mary for, Wells. For Gardner Wells. <laughs> and they decided... <laughs> he didn't even have a first name or was... His was, name's Gardner. Oh, that's not his occupation. No. Uh, Gardner Wells. Gardner. Okay. Um, and he was the only one who didn't show up for the meeting. So they were like, should we just call it Wellsville? <laughs> and now, thus it is named. Really? Mm-hmm. That's quite an honour. Like, most yeah, people It's the opposite of, of FOMO. You're like, oh, I won't go. Oh, everything's worked out for me. <laughs> most people would work their whole lives to get something named after them. And yeah. this gardener just didn't show up. Yeah. Do to we- be fair, it would be hard to be have to have things named after you if your name was Gardner because nobody would even think it's a real name. No, I didn't. I certainly no. didn't. Do we know what Gardner was doing instead of being at the meeting? We don't. Oh, what do you think? Um, well, he was a, a he owned a lot of land in in Wellsville. Oh, so he was just lazy and didn't so show was, up. No, so he was probably just like work, working, working, f- toiling, just, just doing some land or something. <laughs> yeah, but when people just do some you, land, you've never owned land, have you? No, <laughs> <laughs> and I never will. Not with that attitude. I wouldn't wouldn't mind a town named after me though. Amberley Town, Culville. Oh, there is a murder mystery set there. <laughs> yeah, sounds scary as Saraceni <laughs> Land. That's, that's nice. A, sounds like a nice theme park. Sounds like a place that would have great pasta. Because <laughs> it sounds like Arancini. That's a ball. And it's an Italian surname, so Saraceni. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, what do you think of that? That, hey, that, that fact was something, something amazing. amazing.
Okay, I got a real quick one. Okay. Real fast Chuck one. Chuck it in. Last week, 22 people spent a lot of time placing 4,000 mini dominoes with tweezers in an attempt to break the world record for the most mini dominoes toppled at once. Can I guess? Go, oh, please. Try and guess what happened. Oh, did it? Did it? Was it? Was it a bit of a premature? What were you gonna say? I was gonna guess how many dominoes they got to. Yeah, it was four thousand. Okay, I said that. Oh, <laughs> but was there a, a premature uh, toppling? Perhaps. Yeah. and you know what caused it? Uh, a, a clumsy, clumsy little man. If only, if only a fly, <gasps> a fly landed. No! Yeah. So the Sinners Domino Entertainment, which is a German group who who break domino based records. Yeah. Like that's what they do. Yeah. Um oh, because it's run by a guy called Patrick Sinner. Uh, Patrick said, Sinner? Now he needs a town named after him. He said it took four builders one day to complete the mini domino chain reaction. Uh, and this is a great quote. As you can imagine, we were not happy with the situation. <laughs> Wasn't our favourite thing to happen. They still managed to smash four other world records, much bigger records like longest chain reaction, longest spiral, longest war and longest cube, but they didn't get the world record of most teeny dominoes in a row. Most teeny dominoes? Yeah. Apparently they're like the size of a- Teeny dominoes is the name of like a band that you make in year eight. Apparently they're like- With your um, friend- Greg, who can play the double bass, you can sing, and then you get like Janet, who's like a piano player, but like doesn't want to do rock music, and yeah. you become the Tiny Dominoes. Yeah. Are or we teeny getting Dominoes? Are we getting a real insight into Young Amberley? Or <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Apparently, the dominoes are the size of a fingernail. So wow, yeah, that is <laughs> ruined. Thanks, fly. Thanks, nature. Ought to be a fly on the wall on that day. <sighs> Hey, <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. can you see Dave coming? Dave's I, think, I think Dave's got his mailbag and he's coming down the street. <laughs> Janet, Janet, quick, d- turn off the sprinklers. Dave's here. He's going to give us, oh, no, we have to take in Harry. Harry's a dog. Harry's going to bark at him. Oh, no, Harry's getting old now. He's a bit more, he's more mellowed out. <laughs> I think I liked it when the mailbag intros were sung. Rather than just this radio play between Dave. <laughs> Dave is coming down the street. Harry's going to bite him. No, he's not. He's too old. In dog years, he's actually 14. <laughs> How was that? That was much better. Much better. <laughs> uh, so, we got a listener mailbag. We do, but they said they didn't want their name said. Why? I don't know. They've got a life that they need to lead. They've got secrets. All right. Well, if you uh, would like to email us and put something in our mailbag. You don't, we, we won't say your name if, if you, don't you don't want. want. Hello something amazing at gmail.com. Yes. Is our email address. Just like Bradley did. I was no, just trying to guess his it name. It wasn't. Uh, although, if Bradley Cooper would like to email in, he is he can. Yes. Anyway, uh, love the podcast. Uh, thought this might interest you and then put a link. And remember last week when we were talking about, when I was talking about how Be Prepared was going to be taken out of the live action Lion King. Lion King. Uh, still so, don't know if that's a true fact, but what? did you know? <laughs> you presented it as one. So, Disney is doing a remake of the Lion King. If you haven't heard, Beyonce's John in Baba, it. Beyonce, John Oliver, James L. Jones. It's going to be a riot. 
it. And and there's rumors that they've taken out Be Prepared because it has such of like a Nazi kind of esque vibe to it. Which, as you rightly pointed out, was mainly because of the animation. The marching and the hiling. Anyway, so it turns out it was based on a 1935 Nazi propaganda film. Oh, wow. So they really should get it out. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the original Lion King was what, 96, 97? It was 1994. Really? That early? Um, so surely they should have known better back then. So they, yeah, but no, they, but they want, they wanted it to be scary, and it, and it, and they wanted like Scar to be this like scary dictatorship leader. The movies used to be dark. Do you remember Return from Oz? Do you remember the Black Cauldron? I never saw Return from Oz. You should. The Wheelers. Is I it re- wheelies? Wheelers. It's scary. Yeah. <laughs> the Black Cauldron. No. There's some scary... Have you seen Babe 2, Pig in the City? I've spoken about this. Anyway, so um, they based it on the, the the propaganda film Triumph of the Will. Mm. The song grew out of one sketch by story staffer Jorgen Klubian that pictured Scar as Hitler. The directors ran with the concept and worked up a Triumph of the Will-style mock Nuremberg rally. Oh, for no. This, for this children's film... Uh, so during be uh, during be prepared, the hyenas that Scar wants to use in his plan to kill Mufasa are grouped in a similar formation, goose stepping, almost the same exact way. Scar is also elevated for the majority of the sequence, standing yeah. on a cliff overlooking his army, and it's got all the dark shadows and stuff, and the green smoke. I think they added the green smoke. <laughs> <laughs> You may have also noticed the beam of light that uh, shoots out around Scar while he's singing in the cave. Uh, the lights resemble the Cathedral of Light uh, that were featured in many Nazi rallies during the 1930s. Wow. I mean, what were they trying for? Satire? Or was it a rally cry? A secret rally cry that now we're living out today. I think it was just an illusion. In this Trump era. Well, like, Lion King's meant to be Hamlet anyway. It's not like Hamlet is the the, the kid-friendliest narrative. <laughs> no. I didn't know it was meant to be Hamlet, but that makes a lot of sense yeah, now I think about the, it. Um, and then this Lion King 2, Simba's Pride, is Romeo oh, and Juliet. Yes. That famous <laughs> movie. It's really good. <laughs> you know what Disney sequel is really good? Which one? Aladdin 2, Return of Jafar. Yeah, we've had this conversation. I know, I know, but I'm just reminding us of it. Because it's such the a good movie. The Lion King movie. 2 is good. It's got some bangers as well. Really? Yeah. I used to love The Lion King 2. Kiara and Kovu. Uh, deception. Disgrace. He asked for trouble the moment he came. It's so good. Anyway, thank you, uh, uh, Anonymous. <laughs> yeah. Female. Yeah. And also, like, how come you know so much about Nazi propaganda films? They sent an article. <laughs> Mm, just From the Business Insider, Seem to have Australia. it in the back pocket, that one. <laughs> seem to have what that one you, ready to go in the holster. Why are you trying to make our listeners out to be Nazi lovers? <laughs> I'd love it if between this week and next week our stats have gone down by one. <laughs> it's like, Matt. I used to love this podcast. It used to be my favourite part of the week and then they called me a Nazi lover <laughs> and I couldn't listen anymore. Oh, well. Thanks, I'm- Dave. Sorry Harry bothered you Uh, Can't wait for next week When you bring some more mail It's a highlight Hello something amazing at gmail.com Is our email address Hey Amberly Hey What do you recommend? I recommend Not showing up to something Who knows You might might get get something out of it (laughs) You might get a whole town named after you You never know You never know I recommend Learning a new language Maybe Somali 
<laughs> I'm sure there's not that many people that speak it. Maybe learn Somali and then pick a text, translate not it. the Bible. Into Somali. Put that translation in Google Translate and then bang, you're fine. I recommend reading some Harry Potter. If you're in uh, Melbourne, Cursed Childs can come out soon. Be nice to just go back to it. Go back to your roots. Have a good read. Are you excited about the play? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you going to go? Yes. Isn't it very expensive, though? It'll be worth it. It's like two parts. Yeah. It's an experience, Matt Saracini. Sorry. No, I'll see it. I'll definitely see it. I recommend trying to break a world record dominoes, Mm. but make sure you have the Mortine around. Yeah, But don't spray the Mortine on the mini dominoes. that would also cause calamity. (laughs) Can you just imagine being in the room when it started (laughs) and everybody would be looking around going, who did it? Who did it? And then just saying, no, 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 no. I recommend emailing us in at hello something amazing at gmail.com. Don't worry, Matt shouldn't call you a Nazi lover. I can't, actually, I can't promise that. <laughs> no, I'll try my best, but facts sometimes speak for themselves. So, also, why don't you leave us a fiver? Yeah, we love that. Love a, love a little fiver. Tell and em. if you are a sponsor, mm. if you are Amazon Prime, mm. feel free to chuck us a sponsorship. <laughs> I don't think Amazon need the help, to be honest. Oh, I think they need this podcast yeah. more than we need them. Yeah, we've got listeners in Japan and Canada. Do we have listeners in Japan? Yeah, I think oh, we, we do. Because I'm going this. there next year. That's probably why. Please email also, me. Didn't we, like, years ago speak about some theme years park ago. opening in Japan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a Nintendo World and the Studio Ghibli World. Are you going to them? They're not open. They're, they don't exist yet. Okay. I think it's like 2020 or like 2022. Maybe that's why we're on. Maybe that's why we found some Japan listeners. Because I wrote in the episode description like a new theme park opening in Japan. And there's someone in Japan who's just like typing Japan into Google and just looking at everything. To Do the- you type in Australia into Google and look at everything that comes up? Everything. Yeah, great. Yeah, ask me anything about anything in Google that is under Australia. And I've seen it. A cool claim. Anyway, th- thanks for listening. Um, yeah, see ya. Bye. Love you. I guess I love you too. <laughs> to the listener. Dear listener.